Hello and welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter and with me as always is... It's always me, Matt. We haven't had anyone else on here since March 19th of 2022. Is that when that was? Uh, yeah, I keep the chats. I keep all the chats on, a, uh, like, it looks like a text message feed and yeah, yeah it yeah, shows yeah. that. Yeah, it shows the last time we had someone on was like March 19th of last year. Okay, so it's been a year. So yeah, it's just us now. No one else. Um, Tried. Yeah. I don't know, we should ask, like... Some people. Um, I have a friend who said she would like to be on it when we talk about like Star Wars stuff, and sure. I was think I was thinking maybe that would be a good Ahsoka one. Mm, sure. You'll need to watch Rebels before Ahsoka Dexter because you're not going to understand a freaking thing about that show. Yeah. After watching, not that, even joking. You're no, I watched. Gonna, you I will watched the not trailer, understand yeah. anything about Ahsoka if you don't watch Rebels. Yeah, I watched the trailer and I like I I don't know yeah anything about Rebels really, but like I could tell there's a lot of stuff there that that was probably referencing that I suppose. It's season five of Rebels. Okay, and that's who the villain like the villain is from that right? Uh, everybody is from that. Oh okay, interesting. That's neat. Yeah, every character that you see in that trailer except for the Sith guys, mm-hmm. maybe the Sith guys, uh, is from Rebels. Uh, how many seasons is Rebels? Just four, and I think they're like 13 to 15, 16 episode seasons. They go relatively quick. Okay, like 20, 30 minute episodes? Yeah, oh yeah, just normal TV. It okay. was on the Disney Channel. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I could do that. Okay, cool. Good to know. Um, well, speaking of Star Wars, yeah, we, uh, we both, and I actually watched, uh, Mandalorian. It sounds like I actually watched the last episode the day it came out. I didn't even realize that. Um... I just happened to have time that day. And yeah, I don't know. So we'll talk about that. Um, but before that, what's up, Matt? Not a whole uh, lot. Uh, we, we forgot to do catch up last time, so I guess we have a whole month. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, let's see. Well, no, we well, we chat. We did a shoot the shit last week or two weeks ago when you were over a little bit. So uh no, we talked I, about andor but we chatted a bit quite a bit about other shit too we we went on a lot of uh, we did have a lot of tangents we went on a lot of segues yeah okay well anyway what have you been up to for two weeks well picard finished up Ooh, and nice. i i still have two weeks left i think a week or two weeks left of paramount plus so uh first thing i tried to do is i tried to watch star trek voyager from the beginning oh yeah okay I've yeah i didn't watched- get didn't get too far. I think I got like ten episodes in. Have you watched all of Voyager? Not the first like three seasons. You've not seen the first three seasons? I've seen some episodes, but it's huh. Star Trek. The first handful of seasons always suck. Yeah, yeah. The first few of Voyager are a little rough. It's all of them. TNG sucks. Uh, Deep Space yeah. Nine sucks. Voyager sucks. It's like just the, it's always like this curse where the first couple seasons they really need to figure out their footing. And yeah, uh, so I tried that, but I didn't get too darn far. And yeah. I'm gonna keep trying to do it though, or at least sure. get to some of it. But I, I went through before I started from the beginning. I actually went through uh some favorite episodes of mine, mm-hmm. and I actually watched one episode that I. Vaguely remember, but I don't. And it was probably one of the saddest episodes of Star Trek Voyager I've ever seen. Was it the one where they sent the doctor like to a satellite and it was just like him and oh no, I think uh 
Milana went, and there's just like this AI on the ship who's super sad. No. Oh, I hate that episode. That's not the one. First, okay. I thought you were talking about like the one that he goes to the Alpha Quadrant and meets his creator to help him cure. I'm like, that one wasn't oh. sad. No, that one was fine. No, no there's like I... one where there's just like another hologram who's just like super sad and lonely, and oh. then he's trying, and then he keeps trying to kill Bolana. <laughs> no, okay. I watched the Lindsay Ballard episode. Lindsay Ballard episode. I don't know about that. One. Or I don't know what that means. It's an episode where this alien shows up at Voyager and she is a crewman who died a couple of years ago. Okay. And aliens took her and they gave her a funeral where they shot yeah. her. And aliens found her corpse and revived her. And the way they procreate is they alter the DNA of the corpses to be their species. Yes, and I remember es- that. She escaped and made it back to Voyager and goes through augmentations to look human again. And she actually was Harry Kim's best friend. Yeah. And he watched her die and he actually was in love with her. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the saddest episodes I'd ever seen. I was crying. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't remember, I guess how sad that was, but I do remember that episode. I think about that like once every couple of years. <laughs> Like, just the concept of it, yeah. Yeah, it was really depressing, and it was uh, an actress who got quite famous later on, and it was one of her first performances, and she was very pretty, and it was just really, really sad, and I was like, this is rough. I don't recognize Uh, her. Her name's Kim Rhodes. Yes, and I I watched the finale of Voyager Mm -hmm. as well, which I have seen many times. And yeah, I've, that's actually what I've never seen the last few seasons. Yeah, uh, I haven't watched it all. Like I watched seasons four and five, uh, four and five, and a half of okay. season three. But I haven't watched a lot of the later episodes because uh, that's when they moved it to like midnight. Yep. And then they just moved it straight to UPN. Yep. And then they moved it to the CW when we all didn't know the CW existed. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. Vo- same I wrote with a letter Andrew. about that. Yeah, it was very annoying that, like, yeah, for some reason, uh, it was very confusing to be able to watch some stuff. Like, Enterprise, Enterprise didn't know that was out. It was very hard mm-hmm. to catch up on that. But I watched that. and But uh, last weekend, uh, I watched, I binged watch uh, the entirety of Star Trek Lower Decks. Oh, excuse me. How is that? That's the cartoon, right? That needs to be a podcast episode okay <laughs> that is amazing it's like a comedy cartoon that kind of like makes fun of red shirts uh it doesn't make fun of red shirts oh, okay it, uh it's uh yeah i thought see every time i've heard about it i thought everyone says it's it's like rick and morty i totally disagree after watching it hmm. i also thought this was like an old school cartoon network series which was like webisodes where they were like 10 minute long episodes and there was no continuity it was just shit going on in this star trek Mm -hmm. and then to watch it and go no this is a 25 minute show and there's a cast and they have adventures i did not know this yeah (laughs) and so i watched it and i really really loved it a lot what's it called again lower decks lower decks thank you because yeah, I, I've never looked too the, much into That's where the that. cast lives. They live okay. on the lower decks of the starships. Yeah, I never looked into it because I just assumed I would never watch it. 
Uh, just yeah. like, it's just not high Same. on my list. Um, yep. Same. I just never thought I would watch it, but then I, I've heard some friends talk about it, but mm-hmm. I never thought much about it. And I've seen the little clips here and there, and I literally thought it was just like a Dexter's Laboratory, Powerpuff Girls, where every episode is just its own little 10-minute thing. Not realizing, yeah. no, this is a sitcom. Huh. Yeah, and they, what, there's three seasons out now? Two. Okay. Oh. No, three. There are three. Yeah, three, third one was in 2022. Yep. The next season should have start. Wait, what? I think it starts this summer. It is scheduled released, yeah, mid 2023. Yep. Okay. And then a yeah. fifth season even uh, scheduled for March, or it was ordered in March. So you know, whatever, probably next year. Yep. Very interesting. Really good. Yeah. Never, never thought about it, and then I finally said, well. Because I, since I don't have that much time left, I was like, I'll watch some of these shows. And I did that. And yeah, I just binged oh. it. It's got uh, Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid's son in it. Jack Quaid. Yep. He plays yeah. Boiler. Yeah. Boiler? Boiler. Boiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, I mean, I plan on getting Paramount Plus just so I can watch Picard so we can talk about it. And then uh, maybe I'll try to watch this, too. Is it funny? It's hilarious. Okay. Hmm. It's really, really, really funny. I absolutely love it. I the the starship in it, it the interior is so beautiful, but it, it it's such a piece of shit design for a starship. It's yeah. just a it's just a saucer section with nacelles. Oh yeah, one of those ships. It's yeah, it's a California class starship. It was yeah. made specifically for this show, and the entire purpose of this crew is to make second contact with species. Oh, that's funny. That's the whole point of it. They come back to worlds after uh, first contact, depending on when. Like they go and check on. They make second contact with species that Kirk made first contact with. In oh, as oh that that could be pretty funny. <laughs> so oh, they're, like, well, they're it, following Kirk like, around. Okay. Yeah, and they make uh like and there's there's a lot of callbacks. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. There's a ton of callbacks to TOS, TNG. Uh, the they go back and check on the Onarians and the Brachians from TNG. Uh, the species that uh, the two species that were like symbiotic toward each other, where one had advanced technology and the others were selling them narcotics. As right. Medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't check on them because no one has for over 20 years. Oh, that's funny. No. <laughs> Funny shit. They go back to the planet from TOS where Gary Mitchell becomes like a god, and it's, it's really, really hilarious. Uh, there's a uh, uh, one of their crewmen is one of the uh, Darmok uh, and Jalad oh, at Tanagra. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Is he just speaking nonsense? Uh, no, he is. He he has learned English, but every once in a while. He he goes back into his normal speech. Okay, <laughs> that's it's, funny. Is <laughs> it's really great, and there's a lot of guests in there. There's one episode that takes place on Deep Space Nine. Oh, cool. Yep, uh, this takes place one year after Nemesis, so it's okay. set in like 2380. Okay, and it, yeah, it's really funny. Uh, uh, Riker shows up. So does Troy. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's a pretty entertaining show. Like it is hilarious. Huh. That's really okay. Yeah. I mean, you got me sold on watching it. Yeah, sure. I very much recommend it. It's worth it's worth having a podcast discussion over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will have to watch it for sure. Uh, 
Other than that, uh, I have been working nonstop on my book in my free time. Yeah, you've been sharing a lot of pictures. So, or well, I've been sharing some fun pictures and stuff. I haven't been sharing much of the book because I don't want to. No, but yeah. I've been. Uh, I got over my rut because I was stuck on a page for a very lengthy amount of time. Yeah, and I but you got to pass it. So I got. I finally finished it up, and I've been back on to getting a page done almost every other day or so, and then doing a nice. couple bonus things here and there just for fun to keep mm-hmm. the creative juices going and everything but it's going on really really well and nice. i'm yeah. very very happy with how it's turning out so other uh, than that i've been playing quite a bit of switch a lot of the classic games apps i beat mm. all the mario games uh yeah. pre-nintendo 64 so i beat mario 1 2 lost levels mario 3 mario world um the Game Boy Advance and Game Boy games that are on there and I just beat Yoshi's Island the other night finally. I don't believe you that you beat the lost levels. It took <laughs> I mean, a week. Okay. I I, don't know, I I've never really tried to play those. It's just like every time I start that game I'm just like I don't even like this. <laughs> like it's just too hard. It was more of an endurance and bragging rights thing than anything else. Oh for else. sure. Yeah. No, it's impressive that you could do that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so yeah, that's kind of what I've mostly been doing. Just playing some games, working, working on my book, watching some shows. I'm trying to think if there's been anything. I wanted to go see a movie last night, but I ended up just kind of chilling at home because I I didn't really want to go to a packed theater by myself. Oh, uh, it's fine. No, I get it. Yeah. What are you? What movies are out? Like, what were you gonna go see? I wanted to go see Evil Dead Rise. Oh. Is that a what is that a sequel? Or, uh, it's a remake. Okay. Yeah, I guess I heard about that. I, I wasn't sure what it was. I just kind of ignored it. <laughs> um, see it. Does it look good? I yeah, it does. That's good. I want to go see it. So. Sure, sure. Well, I didn't know if you just wanted to see it because it was Evil Dead. Kind of both. I'm oh, interested. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I don't see it, then I'll probably. Fuck, I don't know. But I just pick it up on Blu-ray when it comes out in a couple months. But I saw the last one in theaters, and that was traumatizing. Yeah. I don't like going to horror movies in theaters. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Uh, I don't like being in the privacy of my home where I can fast forward through Corey shit. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I, I actually stopped watching a movie because I could tell it was going to get gory. Yeah. <laughs> so I get that. Yeah. But I, uh, so I don't know if I make time, I'm going to try to, uh, sure. other than that, uh, just the same old, same old, not too much going on mm-hmm. How about yourself. Yeah. Uh, what, two weeks ago, when was that? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I don't remember. It was after we podcasted. Yeah. Cause we podcasted. And I think the next day my son went to a birthday party at a trampoline park. Um, and then he got sick that day, that following day. Uh, and then I got sick uh, that Wednesday, and I th- threw up for the first time in over 20 years, I want to say. No, I don't know. It's been quite a while. Um, anyway, I was up all night. It was great. Um, I've never, I, I don't know, I've not been that sick in a very long time. Um, and it took me, it took me several days to like get full steam. And I still don't think I feel like, 
I feel actually, I mean, I feel fine, but like, I don't feel like I'm at a hundred percent necessarily. I don't know. Like I get full faster, I guess. Like, I just like, I don't feel as hungry and like that day. I just didn't eat at all. So it was weird. Um, but no, other than that, uh, cause on that day I actually watched a lot of, I finished, uh, Andor. No, I didn't finish. Did I finish Andor? No, I finished, uh, I caught up on, um, cause Andor was before that. Uh, I caught up on, um, Mandalorian actually the day that I was sick. And then I, I watched uh, Bullet Train. That was okay. Uh, have you ever seen that? No. Brad Pitt movie. Uh, I know. Yeah, I just what you just said kind of summed it up for me. Going that movie's probably just okay. Yeah, it was. Um, it, it's kind of like it, I feel like somebody watched John Wick, and then they're just like, "But what if there were five John Wicks fighting each other?" And then they just didn't care about, like, actually having it make sense. And then they happened to be vacationing in Japan. So then they thought that a bullet train in Japan would make sense, too. And it doesn't. Um, But it's just a lot of action. There's a lot of big name actors in it. Um, And I don't know. The the action was fine. Uh, It was kind of funny. Uh, But I, I don't know. It was fine. That's all, really. Um, and then I started to watch The Gray Man, which is a like spy movie with Ryan Gosling versus Chris uh, Evans. Um, and Chris Evans basically plays a psychopath, like just psychotic uh, dropout of the CIA. And so now he's like a free agent mercenary i guess and so he they hire him because since he doesn't work for the government he can get away with doing things that the government you know can't do quote unquote um and ryan gosling's character is like a black ops guy so like he doesn't have an official profile or official file but he works for the government technically and he basically gets some dirt on the guy who's like in charge of whatever black whatever the black ops thing is and so that guy then sends chris evans after him um and so it's just kind of like a spy versus spy sort of thing and that's the movie that i actually i I turned it off because uh just chris chris evans's character is just so crazy and there was a scene with uh him and billy bob uh and he needed to get some information out of billy bob and they put some pliers down on the table and i was like nope and turned it off I was like, I don't want to see what happens with those pliers. <laughs> and so I don't know what happens for the rest of that movie. I was expecting like I don't, like a James Bond style movie. And it kind of was, I guess. It just was a lot of hyper violence and I just wasn't in the mood. And I was feeling pretty sick. So I actually turned on like a podcast and fell asleep. Uh, There's an interview of Bill Hader that I was listening to. Anyway, other than that, uh, I don't know. I caught up on Mandalorian, finished it. Um, just a lot of running around. I feel like with the kids doing things that kids do, they're hitting that age where like they're just there's stuff at night, you know, in the evenings that they need to go do, and so I have to drive them around. And um, and that's about it. I don't know. Uh, what? I always wanted kids, but then I hear about these stories of just constant sick because of kid gatherings, and go maybe it was best. Yeah, no, the, uh, I feel like my kids in particular get sick more often than uh, 
<laughs> it's like that meme I sent of someone saying, "Hey, why don't we have kids? So then we, uh, why don't we? What is it? Why don't we have kids so we can be sick all the time and it's, instead of actually doing fun stuff on our yeah. weekends?" Yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of what it is. <laughs> uh, well, then when you're not sick, you're you know you got to keep them entertained. It's like because it's the weekend, you can't send them to school, and you know, and like today was nice. Uh, we went. We actually went to. Uh, I completely forgot, and it just happened today. Uh, we went to a play like at the children's theater downtown. Um, it was how I became a pirate. I guess it's based on some children's book. I don't know. Um, and it was entertaining it was i mean it was a kid's play um and the kid and it was just it was kind of cute to watch the kids laughing and enjoying it and stuff and um you know stuff like that's always fun um i got to spend the day with them on friday uh because again my being speaking of being sick my daycare worker was sick um and so i took the day off and hung out with the kids and i ended up running into you actually when you were working which is fun um and man my, i swear like as soon as my kids saw you they were nervous and then they were immediately just huge like nutcases vv was beckett looked like he'd never met me before the whole time uh he he just he, was, nervous. he acted like he was completely terrified of me and he yeah. was a baby but yeah. i know he's just really shy so that's I just how he is he gets that way with people like anyone who he doesn't see like every day uh but even like um people that he sees like on a weekly basis he gets nervous around them um and then he maybe that was wearing a full uh, a full um outfit a matching outfit which was adorable she loves matching outfits or dresses if it's not if it's not a matching outfit she wants it to be a dress and oftentimes she wants to match uh either me or my wife um so like what was it yesterday or no this morning uh she and i have matching socks and so we were wearing matching socks <laughs> and then um kelsey took her to target because she had some money uh my daughter did and so she wanted to buy a barbie and so they went to target and i guess she picked out the shoes that she wanted to wear and that she wanted her mommy to wear and so they were wearing matching black boots that i didn't realize that they even had matching black boots um and so that like she just loves matching she loves matching other people and it's just so funny because like i don't intentionally like i've never tried to encourage her to be super girly like at all um but man she loves just like all the girliest things she can do like she loves pink she loves princesses but then she'll like turn right around play with like legos and trucks and stuff so i don't know but she's just super cute and adorable no doubt um she is she's adorable but yeah, no, I feel like we get emails like once a week or so from like the school telling us like someone in their classroom had strep, someone in their classroom had COVID or I feel like there's something else recently. It's just like, oh, cool. Oh, hand, foot and mouth. It's like, oh, awesome. <laughs> That's the best one. Uh, what the hell is this? The bubonic plague? What the hell? Hand, foot and mouth. No, I said, what's this? An email oh. for the bubonic plague? Yes, I didn't that know that was bad. That thing. You know, if it's going to come back, it's going to be in an elementary school for sure. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, then I found out after uh, my son got hand, foot, and mouth that there's actually like three strains of it, so you can get it again tw- tw- two more times. 
Unlike the chicken pox, which is only apparently one strain of the chicken pox, which doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. I figured there was other kinds, because, I mean, it's essentially like shingles. That's a strain, isn't it, for adults? Yeah, yeah, I guess it is. Well, and hand, foot, and mouth is basically chicken pox, but you can get it um, on your hands and on your feet and in your mouth. Which yeah. is just like, oh, that sounds just lovely. Yeah, my my friend Michael, who was at my birthday last year, his daughter got it while they were on vacation. Oh, that would suck. Yeah, yeah, Claire got it when vacation. Because then you can't go anywhere. For yeah, like Claire ever. got it while they were on vacation, I think, in Colorado. Hey, man, Colorado, that's where, uh, that's the last time my family, got, like, traded the the throwing up disease. Uh, was our last time we went to Colorado. That's just not a good place to go, I guess. Have your kids gotten the chicken pox yet? Uh, no, there's a va- there's a vaccine now. Oh, oh, what's the yeah. fun in that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I was looking at their vaccine chart once. And I was like, oh, they they just give them vaccines for this now. That's great. <laughs> when did they invent that? <laughs> so yeah, because I was getting concerned about it. It's like, what? Like, are we supposed to do something? Like, yeah, I don't... it's like it's probably getting to that point. We find someone with it so we can go rub our kids against yeah. their kids. But yeah, well, I've read that you're not supposed to do that. But no, like, uh... it's fine. Well, I mean. I guess so. Get them um, exposed to it so then they don't have to deal with it as an adult and have to, like, be by it content quarantined. Well, yeah, and then get really bad shingles. Yeah. I, exactly. From what I understand, if you don't get it as a kid and you get it as an adult, it's even worse. That's why they have chicken pox parties, or they used to, and no kid died from chicken pox parties. Uh, it's, it's fine. If yeah. a kid dies, it means they have bad genetics, and it's the parents' fault. <laughs> That's your fault, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, we're getting to the halfway mark. So um, should we talk Mandalorian? Let's talk about the Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. So this is so you and I were talking about this, I guess, two weeks ago off. the. Uh, I don't it might have been actually we we kind of started we didn't talk to get about into it on the it. podcast. Well, we, we, I think I referenced it. But anyway, yeah. Uh, but the, this season felt a little bit more like it was about uh, Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan? How do you pronounce it? Bo-Katan Kreese. Kreese, yeah. Uh, Madame Kreese. Or what did... Uh, is that what the, the armor called her? She always called Lady her something. Kreese. Lady Kreese, yeah. Lady Kreese. Uh, I always like the armorer's voice. I don't even know who that lady is. And I know she's... Emily Swallow. Yeah, what else is she on? Mm. Like, I feel like she should be famous. She's She's been in quite a few things. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. She's an American actress. She's been in a lot of mm-hmm. shows. Uh, she's been in a handful of movies, but yeah, she has a very huge. recognizable voice. Yeah. No, and I just, well, and especially like just on Mandalorian, you only know her by her voice and mm-hmm. her little skirt, I guess, that she wears. But I don't know. I just noticed that one episode. I'm just like, that's funny that she has a skirt on. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it just seems like a weird. Because I don't think any other really Mandalorian wears a skirt. At least not that I noticed, but I just thought it was weird. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, it just it felt like a very Bo-Katan episode, Bo-Katan, um, our show this season, which I thought was fine. Like, I liked the I like that it had a lot more to do just with uh, Mandalorians in general, not just in Jaren. Yeah, the, uh, the season is about retaking their home. Yeah, which honestly, when they kind of started into that. I didn't expect it to happen. Um, spoiler, I guess, uh, which is what this is. 
if you're fucking listening to us and we're talking about Mandalorian, either keep listening because you watched it or shut this off. Right. Um, <laughs> so we're not going to fucking beat around the bush around it. No, nah, we don't usually. Watch um, it and listen to us if you want to. Yeah, now that I ruined the ending. Well, ah, not shit. <laughs> but uh, anyway, no, so... Yeah, I don't know. It's it starts off with uh, Dinjarin. What he's uh, he he wants to go bathe in the waters uh, on um on Mandalore to mm-hmm. cleanse himself of of taking off his helmet basically to be re re incorporated into his clan. Um, and in doing so, he had to get the help of Bo-Katan. Um, he tried to get IG Eleven back on on, um, which didn't work initially, and then. Yeah, he found out that Mandalore was not poisonous, and then uh, Moff Gideon shows back up, and then they get Mandalore. Yep. It was good. <laughs> um, but I don't know. What, what do you think? I feel like you just have probably – I don't know. Just I know you like these things more than me, probably. I loved this season. Yeah? I really, really liked it. I had two – uh, criticisms toward it, and that's probably about it. I really liked yeah. it a lot. I, I, the penultimate, the the second to last episode of it, I was a little annoyed because uh, it ended with him getting captured, and I yep. just kind of went uh, another rescue finale. Oh yeah, I just really need to stop doing these rescue finales and. Is that what how uh, the last two seasons are gone? God, yeah, kind of. Yeah, cause, well, the one with where Luke Grogu gets Luke. captured at the end of the second to last episode in the yep. first season, and then IG Eleven saves him, and then oh, in the right. season, and then in season two, Grogu gets captured midway through, and yep. then the last episode is rescuing him, which is even called the rescue. Yep. And so I was a little annoyed by that. Um, yeah. The other was. I hate Moff Gideon wearing Mandalorian armor. Well, and it was like it was like Iron Man armor. It was because uh, like he had like it, like it gave him super strength, and like yeah, every yeah. time he moved, it, it made he like he was, noises. Yeah, he said he was the next uh, generation of the Dark Troopers, and yep, um, and he's making a bunch of clones to do it too, wasn't he? I assume that's what the yes. clones are for. Yeah. Yes, and he was making four sensitive clones of himself to take over the galaxy, and. I did it's not just like silly. It. It's silly, but I, I was like better than all the stupid ass fan theories saying he was creating Palpatine and Snoke. I hate that more than anything. Yeah, no, and, I, when when I first saw the clones, I'm like, is that Snoke in there? Because like, uh, I couldn't quite make it out. And then when they got closer and it was him, I was like, okay, this is better. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, <because> I agree. <laughs> I really hate that everyone is waiting for the first order to be made in this show and Palpatine yeah. and Snoke and stuff. And my legit response is and will always be it is not these shows responsibility to fix the sequel trilogy's problems for sure but it, it did have characters from the new order didn't it, uh, it the first order it had it had the praetorian guards which are the next level of the emperor's royal guards from the original trilogy i thought in that meeting that gideon had with the where everyone else's holograms that yeah. uh there was a there was a uh, I think he was a captain maybe in that meeting, but he's a general in the movies. No. No? Okay. That was Commandant Hux. That yeah, Hux. General Hux's father. Oh, okay. Played yeah, so I, I recognize Hux. Played by the other Gleason son. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. 
Yes, that is his father, who is one of the founders of the First Order. Okay, so but, it's at least alluding to the First Order. Yeah, so. but uh, yeah, and that's fine. I mean, if you, I mean, the thing is, is if people are waiting to see what happens with Hux and stuff like that in later seasons, you don't have to. It's in a book. Oh, okay. A lot <laughs> of the First Order's origins are in a book, are in books. So, and they're canon. Sure. So, um, is I, that like it, where all the stuff about? Um, oh, and I can't think of what it's called. Sorry. Never mind. You go. <laughs> but yeah, all that stuff's explained elsewhere, and it's not yeah. this. It's not this show's responsibility to no. do that. And well, I wouldn't want it to either. It's about I don't want it to. But people do, and people <laughs> get people were critical of this show because all their stupid fan theories were wrong. Well, that's good that their fan theories are wrong. Hundred percent. I have theories too, but when they're wrong, I don't get mad or criticize the show. I'm happy because it means the show's not predictable. Yeah. No, I All my fan theories for this show were wrong, by the way. Every yeah. single one that I had from the start of this season was wrong. Yeah. And I was happier than shit because what they did was better than what I could think of. And mm-hmm. what everyone else uh, thinks of is way inferior than what we actually get. The only people who know about the, what's going on in this show is John Favreau, Dave Filoni, and maybe Kathleen Kennedy if she ever stops counting all the money. <laughs> I forgot that she's there, yeah. Because she, she took over for... She's she's the president of Lucasfilm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the main person. She's right. the reason the sequel trilogies were shit. Oh, and, okay. I'm thinking of somebody else then. Yeah, and... <laughs> uh, but, no, I, I... And, well, it goes with my other criticism with Gideon's armor. I don't like him wearing Mandalorian armor, unless it was going to reveal that he was actually, like, an exiled Mandalorian, and that's why he's so obsessed with them. That would have been neat. I would have but... been fine with that, because I'm mm-hmm. kind of tired. But also, I really hope he's dead, because I'm also yeah. done with the character of Gideon. Yeah, I don't want him coming back again. Like, the fact I, that he came back, I was a little annoyed by, honestly. I, Yes, I was kind of too. I love Giancarlo Esposito. I absolutely uh-huh. love him, but he is typecast as the same uh, character in everything. Ever since he was the main villain, Gus, in Breaking Bad, they have mm-hmm. constantly had him play other versions of Gus. Yeah. And yeah. He's a wonderful actor with a mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. long filmography. I remember him in. Stephen King's directed directal movie Maximum Overdrive, and oh, yeah, he's in that. It's like 1985. Hmm. Yeah, he is. Old. Yeah, he's like 20 some years old, and hmm. uh, ever since Breaking Bad, he has risen up, but he is constantly getting typecasted as the same kind of villain. Yeah. and I am hoping he's actually dead. His clones were all destroyed. We didn't see his body, which kind of annoyed me that there yeah. was something there. But I'm really hoping that that is concluded and we can move on to other uh, villains for the Mandalorian. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm really hoping or just not have an overarching villain, just like in the first season until they revealed him, have mm-hmm. villains of the week and stuff like that. Yeah, just, which they I mean, they kind of sort of did, but then they were like tied back to They to were all him. tied. Even the pirates are tied. Yeah. The pirates were even tied back to the Imperial remnants. And Yeah. Which uh which is fine, but yeah, just like an overarching villain to keep building everything on. Not the biggest fan of mm-hmm. anymore. Uh but I and that's it. I do like the character of Gideon. I like everything it was. I like that he just had his own insane plan. Mm-hmm. But 
I think it's time to conclude that character. Uh, with the finale, the thing I will say is it was very paint by numbers. Yeah. It had no giant twists, no big reveals. It was just mm-hmm. conclusion, 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 conclusion. And that's not a criticism. That is a positive. We don't need Luke Skywalker showing up with a lightsaber. Right. I yeah, yeah. It's fine to just this was the Mandalorian's story. So having them finish it up was like having them be the thing that actually takes back their planet, not having these big plot twists, uh, was a positive in my book. Yeah, no, that was nice. And I, in all honesty, too, like uh, I, I ran into a friend um, who hadn't watched that last episode yet, like right after it came out. And uh, like, I, 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 don't, I didn't want to say anything to like mm-hmm. spoil it. But like, I was just so I was just trying to think of like, because he asked me, like, oh, how was it? And I just I, and the only thing I could really think of was just like, this is probably like the most satisfying ending to for Din Djarin especially. It felt like a I series finale, too, which was it really did. nice. It but felt I like if it, this was like, the last time we saw them, it would be satisfying. Yeah. And I actually kind of was like, is there another season coming? I thought there was. Oh, there's <laughs> two more. That got okay, okay. John Favreau said that they are barely halfway. At, they're barely at the halfway point. That I'm I'm fine with that as yeah, long as it's I, I up and it's good. I'm not happy about this supposed movie that's coming, but whatever. Is it a Din Djarin movie? Uh, no, there's a Dave Filoni crossover Avenger-style movie with all these characters that uh, are going to be in a movie. Uh, no, we don't need that. They don't need to cross over. Well, <laughs> these shows already cross over, but I don't think we need I mean, a yeah. movie. Have it be a six to ten episode series. I don't want it. I don't want this story compressed into two and a half hours in a theater. Yeah. And I don't want right. to go to a theater and watch it. <laughs> yeah, that is the that yeah. That is the nice thing about having it as the show. There is something else. Or there's a there was a movie, and I was just like, man, I wish we could just watch this at home. Oh yeah. It's, oh Mario. I, like I just I don't want to have to go to the theater to watch Mario for something, but I do. That's fine. I, you know what? I don't want to go to see Mario, but I do. I'll probably I'll probably subscribe to Peacock for a month so I can watch it when it comes out in May, and yeah. I'll just I'll just do it that way. But mm-hmm. I I absolutely liked. Literally everything. I liked every episode. I thought every episode was fun. If mm-hmm. there's one major criticism I have, it's not for this show. It is for the streaming these streaming shows and streaming services across the board. Yeah. Have a set length of episodes. Oh, yeah. I'm tired of 40 minutes, 45, 50, 30 minutes, an hour, 35 yeah. minutes. I... I have a have a a length set out because it is a frustrating thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I just absolutely hate that, and I hate that with most things. Like The uh, Last of Us, that was an hour. Uh, Picard, that ranged between forty minutes and an hour. Yeah. Uh, we had an episode in this season of Mandalorian that was only thirty minutes long. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was the one where. Um, it was the one with Jack Black. No, no, it was oh. the one where they save Ragnar from the uh, bur- from the like reptile. Bird. Oh, yeah, that was a that was a weird episode. Re- I really liked that, and it showed. I ha- I will say this. Um, so I know you don't rewatch these things, so sure. I I understand you won't comprehend this too much. But mm-hmm. uh, even though I hate fan theories, I do have one mm-hmm. of this, and. Uh, so a lot of people theorize that the armorer mm-hmm. was a character that was in Clone Wars named Rook, who oh, was okay. one of Darth Maul's people. Oh, yeah. I think I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Because she has spikes on her helmet. Mm-hmm. I th- 
I have a theory that I think I know who the armor actually is. Darth Maul. No. I was joking. Uh, I <laughs> believe that's Din Djarin's mom. Like his real mom? No, his adoptive mother. I believe oh. she's the one who raised him. Interesting. I mean, they... That's interesting. They've never, uh, yeah, they've never commented on who actually adopted him. They've How never about? said her name, but in the final episode, when Din says that he will adopt him, yeah, she kind of her tone changes to emotional, and she goes, "This is the way." And then hmm. uh, she calls, she names Joe Grogu Din Grogu, but then she tells Din, "You have to leave. You have to go into the stars and train." your apprentice and then she pauses and goes and they both look at each other and she goes just as your mentor did for you so you think she was his his mentor as well okay i believe she adopted him i believe she he was her foundling do um that makes me think too do uh mandalorians have like traditional marriages depends on the tribes it does. Bo-Katan, okay. uh, Bo-Katan's tribe are born Mandalorians, whereas the Watch tribe are uh, go through foundlings. Right. It just depends on where you're from. But I do believe that I personally theorize and believe that she was the per- the Mandalorian that adopted him and raised him. Because yeah. if you think about everything from seasons one to Book of Boba Fett and this, she mm-hmm. is very. Uh, She's very parenting really? of him. Yeah, yeah. No, she and, which I, I guess I took that as just being that she was the matriarch of the clan. Yes. But 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 it also would make sense, you know, if she is more of like an actual literal mother. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, she is actually very disappointed in him to find out he took his helmet off and she yeah. exiled him. Mm-hmm. And then when he comes back, she's very when the first episode of the season, she's very strict with him that he shows back up. Yeah. Well, and, and and she was pretty she seemed pretty happy when he yeah. uh, uh, absolved himself. Yeah. I think the reason we don't know her name is because her surname is Din. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was just like, yeah, they've never actually call, said her name, which yeah. have they called her the armor or is that just the uh, name? That they ju- I don't that's think they credit? even refer to her as anything. Yeah. Uh, uh so I think hmm. her name is actually Din. I believe that is yeah, his adoptive no. parent. That would be that would be neat. Um, I, yeah, I think so. It, it really makes me wonder, especially when you go back and see their relationship and stuff like that. For a while, I thought maybe he was she was actually Paz Vizsla's mate. And like she was also the adoptive mother of his son, uh, Ragnar. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. But now looking at it, the attention and the kind of affection that she is also given Grogu. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me wonder sure. if maybe, yeah, she is actually Din's uh, like adoptive mother. She yeah, raised. Yeah. No, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, could be wrong. Could be wrong. But sure. uh, it just seems very unusual that. And, uh, you know, after the final episode, I did see people starting to uh, wonder that like other people caught on to that, too, that it's possible that. Yeah, the reason we don't know her name yeah. and the reason that she's very protective of Din or favorable toward him is maybe because, yeah, he she raised him. Yeah, no, for sure. That'd be interesting. Um, I, I love uh, one thing, though, is is I so real like jokingly aside, I really wish that uh, he would have walked by her and said, hey, you know how you exiled me for taking my helmet off and now you're letting Bo-Katan have her helmet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he just wa- as he's walking out of the room, he just knocks over her forge. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> um, which I mean, that, that kind of brings uh, 
reminds me too of like the thing that I really liked about this ep- this season and which I mean it, it existed in the other seasons too um but it, it just felt very strong and this one was just like the sense of um like community or more even just the sense of belonging yeah. and that's the, it's it's basically like that's the whole premise of being Mandalorian um and and just the fact that like you know, the, these are people who had nowhere to go, especially the the one the the found with you know with operating off of foundlings even like they're seeking out uh, the rejected or even not even rejected but just like people who don't have a people group, um, and they're bringing them in. And then the whole idea that they're even wearing helmets all the time, like you have no idea what these other you know people look like, and so they're just you just you are a part of our community now because you are and we accept yeah. you. And, um, I just, that just, I felt that so much just while watching it. And then the whole thing with, uh, with Bo-Katan, you know, like they accepted her, uh, since they knew that she had been in the waters as well. Um, but even then, like later, uh, the armor, you know, tells her to take off her helmet and is like, you are able to walk the line between worlds Mm -hmm. and so it's just so she's still accepting her into their community they realize that it's together strong yeah and and, well and and just like hey we recognize you are one of us but you are also who you are yeah one you need to be you in order to unite us yeah and so i like i i just i really like that message i guess of just like that belonging and also you know, recognizing the uniqueness and the need for the greater good kind of thing, I guess. It was just, you know, do you know what this is all based on? Uh, no. Jewish history. Oh yeah. 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 It's all based on Jewish history, even down to like their scriptures in their language. Those are all Jewish proverbs and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, the watch are ancient Jews who kept covered and exiled and everything. And Bo-Katan are more of the, newer generations of jewish people and stuff and yeah that makes a lot of sense yes Hmm. yes i've seen a lot of videos that talk about this and yeah some of the stuff that's written in all over the places it's actually from the bible and a lot of what we saw this season is star wars version of jewish heritage and history ancient yeah yeah no that's really funny too because like i was even i was talking to my wife about it i was just like this just feels very like uh like biblical yes um and I just, even, I, even some names are and things like that yeah no and I, I i think i was like catching some of that stuff and um that's very interesting I, I need to look into that um because like i just i just thought it was very uh strange how mm-hmm. biblical it felt um yeah. that makes a lot of sense I like yeah that. i i'll send you a, a link to a guy's youtube channel who yeah. he does all the breakdown easter eggs but a lot mm-hmm. of his videos breaks down exactly where a lot of this uh, inspiration is coming from, oh. and a lot of it's coming from the Bible and yeah, yeah. ancient Hebrew uh, mm-hmm. stories and things like that. And yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, and they even had their own Holocaust. Like, it's very, yes. yeah, it makes a lot yes. of sense. They're huh. exiles and stuff. Uh, I can say one thing is that a character that really shined in this season, mm-hmm. which surprised me, was probably Paz Vizsla. Yeah, uh, he's the big guy with the big gun. He's a big guy who you kind of were thinking he might be a villain, actually. He's going to yeah. challenge everyone, and then he just doesn't. He continues to do good, noble things. Yep. weird thing was, is in the first season, he was voiced by John Favreau. And yeah, that's not... He, he wasn't 
anymore. Huh. The voice was Tate Fletcher, the stuntman underneath, who's where who dresses as him, the guy who's doing the yeah. body work. They Is actually had him take over as the voice. I didn't know this until like a couple days ago. Yeah, weird. I I mean, I, I kind of noticed that he didn't sound so much like John Favreau. Because yeah, I thought the voice kidding. was a little off. They sound similar, but he has a much lower tone voice. And yeah, uh, yeah it, it was just kind of like because the name Vizsla is all throughout Star Wars. It's um, yeah, he's really he, his father was somebody. Or, it, uh, yeah, like uh, there was a Vizsla in the Clone Wars. There's Vizslas in old Republic games. Um Oh yeah, the darks the person who created the dark saber he was mm-hmm. uh, Vizsla, mm-hmm. uh, Jedi Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and so his family's name. And the funny thing is, is that Bo-Katan's clan, when she goes to meet them all and take back leadership, mm-hmm. uh, all of her, all of uh, those Mandalorians, they are wearing banners that say Vizsla. So oh. I've kind of broken it down my own way of how to identify. Uh, these tribes. So you have the children of the Watch, Din's <laughs> tribe. Yep. And then you have Bo Katan's tribe. Are they and, the Night Owls uh, or something, or is that just her? Uh, that's her sa- That's her smaller sect of tribe. Okay. Uh, the way I identify these two is uh, Din's, the Watch tribe. Their uh, their religious figure is Mandalore, like the yeah. original Mandalorian who took o- who took the planet, uh, uh, tamed the Mythosaur, and everything. Yeah, that's why they believe in the old way of wearing your helmet and everything. Where mm-hmm. Okatan, her generation, her people, they believe in Tar Vizsla. Uh, so, well, I mean, so then they're basically the Christians and then kind the watch of. is more like the Jews. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, they're, yeah. well like, uh, yeah. And. The thing is, is that uh, Bo-Katan's people, they see the Darksaber as something to as leadership, a symbol of leadership. Yeah. And whereas Din explains in the second to last episode, that thing means nothing to me and my people because yeah. they don't worship Tar Vizsla. They don't yep. see him as the iconic figure that everyone else sees. They know he was a, a leader and everything, but they believe in the ways of the original Mandalorian. Yeah, which is interesting, too, because uh, the Vizsla guy, um, he wanted the saber. The Vizsla? Yes. Tar Vizsla. Uh, Paz Vizsla is an, an, a unique person because he is a child. He's a child of the Watch. But yeah. the thing is, is the Watch comes from Death Watch. Yeah. So and Bo-Katan was also affiliated with Death Watch, too, and things like that. It's where a lot of these civil wars broke out and where people started breaking up and mm-hmm. whatnot. So, yeah, having seen Paz Vizsla as a member of the Watch. Um, and then there is this other sect that it's, it's mainly because I think he believes in the ancient ways, whereas all the others do not. Right. And I'm. I'm very interested to see what happens next. I'm curious if we are going to visit Mandalore again in the next season, or if it is just going to be the Din and Grogu show. So, yeah, it, I mean, it'll be interesting. I, I hope that they, you know, it's not just the Din and Grogu show because I really liked bringing in everybody else and like, I, and well, I mean, especially there's a that scene actually that you were just talking about where he tells uh, Bo-Katan that that sword means or that saber means nothing to me. Yeah. He ends that conversation by saying like, your song is not over yet. I will serve you until it is. Yes. Yes. And so he, he even has dedicated his life to her. Yes. Um, he sees her as the, well, he also sees her the same way the armor sees her as someone that will bring everyone back together. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, I guess that suggests to me that they will have more of her, but at the same time, too, like I do like those fun little adventures that are just him and Grogu. Yeah, and, I mean and the big thing else. is, is what do you 
What do you do with Mandalore? I mean, I'm even kind of surprised. It's like, hey, we took back Mandalore. That's great. It's still <laughs> a shithole. We're yeah. going to be living in busted caves and shitting in buckets. This is going to suck. Yeah, well, they could land their spaceships and live out of those, I suppose. Yeah, they're living yeah. in caves otherwise. I mean, they're probably going to need to talk to some of the construction clans and and areas in the galaxy to be like, can you yeah. guys help us fix our fucking planet? Like, Oh, get those guys uh, Yeah, that we're working with uh, Jack Black. Yeah, it's like... Get what are those some... guys called? Uh, the I Have Spoken People. Oh, the uh, Ugnaughts. Yeah, get the Ugnaughts over there. Oh, I love the Ugnaughts. <laughs> they were funny. Great people. I love getting to meet, like, different Ugnaughts and not just the one. Uh, they were funny. Well, um, big thing is, one thing got to talk about, uh, yeah. we found out how Grogu survived Order 66. That was interesting. I Yeah. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Was that, so that guy that saved him, was he, like, a bit, was he anybody? That's the Keller and Beck. He actually, okay. well. He's in he the cartoons? No. Oh, okay. No, but. You don't know? No, sorry. Keller and Beck is played by Ahmed Best. Jar Jar Binks. Oh, no. That was Jar Jar Binks. Don't say that. That's me. <laughs> it wasn't his fault that he was Jar Jar Binks. It, it was the fans' fault for treating him that way. Like, they, some. Dude, now, Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar 20 Binks years ago, been... they had to talk Ahmed Best off of a bridge. Because, Seriously? Yeah. Oh. Ahmed now, Best like... was in therapy for a long time because of how people treated him. He tried to kill himself multiple okay. times. Well, now, I'm glad they gave him a character that, I guess. <laughs> he... I mean, I'm glad they well, the thing is, is, this is not Keller and Beck's first appearance. Keller and Beck was the host of a show on YouTube that was a children's Jedi uh, game show where kids competed to become a Jedi Knight. That's awesome. Yes. Huh. Yes. I've never heard of that. That's that's pretty neat. I, I didn't know either till ten minutes after the episode ended. I had to Google this and I watched the episodes. Huh. He is the host. Yes, Keller and Beck is a Jedi who hosted a game show and they put him in this and he saved Goku. And yeah. a lot of people have said this is Ahmed Best's redemption, and I'm like, Ahmed Best doesn't deserve redemption. We deserve. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, for him because nobody. And I'll, I'll just say it now, Dexter. I will say it now. Twenty-four years ago, episode one came out. I will not kid you. I have never had problems with Jar Jar Binks. I have been totally a okay with that character. He does not piss me off or annoy me. Sure. He does not make me roll my eyes. He is fine in my book. I'm totally a okay with Jar Jar. I do not share the the disdain that everyone else shares with him. No, I. No, yeah, and I, I I agree. My my UG was like a little trained, I guess. Uh, but I, I don't know. I found him annoying, but like I I don't think he was a bad character to have on the in the movie. No, yeah, um, they brought Ahmed back to play, and I was extremely happy. I think it yeah. was, I think it was like one line he said that made me go, "Is that is that Ahmed?" best <laughs> and then i i waited till the episode was finished and stuff and a couple hours later i googled it and i went that was that was ahmed that's really nice like yeah that was I, a fun scene too like him saving grogu that was it was oh. a nice chase scene yeah once he said hold on this is gonna be a bumpy landing that's when i kind of went that sounded like jar jar <laughs> and, uh, I'll have to uh, i they have another show that I've shown you a little bit, Tales of the Jedi. They announced mm-hmm. the second season. I'll be shocked if Keller and Beck doesn't have an episode in there. What is Tales of the Jedi? 
it's just little extra episodes. Right. It's little cartoon yeah. episodes of yep. them. So. I remember you showing me now, yeah. Yeah. I uh so I I'm I hope so but yeah we finally saw how Grogu survived and everything and it was really nice and mm-hmm. um yeah I I really just love this season I really liked the episode that was on Coruscant that was the one that was an hour long out of all of these that was the hour long episode oh yeah uh, I felt like that episode was taking forever uh it was really good i mean people bitch yeah. about it but it's like it's setting up a lot of stuff and I I wish that it had like that those characters i guess i mean that one lady was in it again but like the scientist like they just built him up so much and then he just wasn't in it again yeah i don't know what happened to him um there are rumors of why this show would cut away to certain things and it's because of i don't believe these rumors because anyone can make up stuff after the show's at done and then just and then it makes sense Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of stuff is kept super secret. And then all of a sudden it's like, here's all these rumors. And it's like, okay, well, this stuff's super secret. We didn't know Grogu was coming into the show. So um, I don't believe you. But rumors were that because Gina Carano got fired from Disney mm-hmm. and she had her own show, uh, something of the Rangers or something like that, uh-huh. uh, that because t- uh, there were rumors that because Grogu was so popular, they told they told the uh, the show creators, well, you need to get Grogu back in this because season two ended with Luke taking him. Right. Rumors were that season three was actually going to be about Din Djarin and getting Grogu back. But then they forced it into Book of Boba Fett and then they brought it in here and then they put all the stuff in Coruscant on because Gina Carano got fired for her outburst. Uh, sure. And so they forced Favreau and Filoni to put all this stuff into this show. And again, does that make sense? Yes. Was that reported before the show came out? No. Yeah. I can make the same conclusions myself after watching this show. That does not mean they were actually real rumors, because like I said, we don't know anything until the show comes out uh, with stuff. We knew Boba Fett was coming in because they, fucking announced that early we knew uh ahsoka tano was going to be in it because they announced it yep but and i'm i'm annoyed by that still even after two years because it's like well you could have just not announced these things and had a really cool um yeah uh, reveal like grogu because grogu Mm -hmm. was kept secret they halted merchandise of him for a year because Mm -hmm. avro did not want stuff getting leaked out about him yeah and they saw that Grogu was a cash cow, and so they said, you need to get him back as soon as possible. Um, again, yeah. I can make up those things, too. Mm-hmm. All I know is is that, God damn it, I want my Krang suit of Grogu. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, no. that, I mean, that no. reminds me, too. Like, no. the whole, that, that episode where they first get the suit for him, the IG-12, I guess, suit, uh, and they're just walking away, like, going back to the ship, and he's just like, no, or yes, 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 yes. 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 It's like, oh man, they got parenthood down. All yeah. the, like Din Djarin just needed to cough or something. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that was that was hilarious. And you know what? A little bummed when it got destroyed, but then how does the series end, season end? IG Eleven get... coming out, he's the new marshal, and I just was giddy. I was so happy. Yeah, it's like yes, was... that's a repaint I will be buying. Yeah, I was glad they brought him back finally. I uh I was not expecting him to come back either. No. I was shocked. 
No, yeah, I I liked it in that scene though at the cantina when Gro- yeah Grogu points up at the at the uh whatever I guess the head the head of the and he's like uh, he's like yep. he's like how am I supposed to pay you? He's like well you can start by just giving me that head. <laughs> I'm really happy about that because the ending of the Jack Black episode pissed me off that he did not ask the Ugnots if they have any IG yep. AG parts. Yeah, and it's probably because they already had this in mind. Oh, totally. They did. I was just so annoyed. But then it's like, okay, that's why he didn't ask. Yeah. To see IG-11 again uh, was just so good. And it's like, ah, he's fixed. And then we have the Babu Frick people, which is hilarious. I love the Babu Frick people. They're so funny. (laughs) Everyone's really good in this. Like, I really like Carl Weathers as Grief Karga. That's a character I didn't think I would ever, like, jump onto. I I liked him in season one, but I really wasn't expecting him to constantly keep coming back. And they've grown him into a really good character. Like, I'm glad that he, like, has come clean, or or gotten clean, I guess, and just that he he's like really digging into it and loving it. He, he really cares about his people, which is, yeah. Good. And because like, he and was, uh, what was he? Uh, he was someone like that originally because when they described him in season one, at the end, they called him an ashamed, mm. uh, leader of a place. So now he has fully redeemed himself. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, but it's funny too. Cause like he's, he's clearly, you know, enjoying the perks that he's getting. But at the same time, it's just like, Hey, I need to actually do my job. And like, he's taking care of the people. Um, and so, yeah, no, he's doing, he's, it's a, it's a really good character for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they showed that with him. Cause God, what is his, what's like, his title? Oh, hi magistrate. Yeah. Uh, and I, and he called himself like magistrate once and the, and his droid is like, hi magistrate. Yeah. And uh, he was, re- he was, Referred to as an ashamed magistrate. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and so, uh, so, and then plus, yeah, you see him. He's like, hi, magistrate. And then, uh, so he's a little full of himself. He's got droids care in his cape and stuff like that. But then after the pirate yeah. episode, he's even gotten more humble and things like that. Yeah, which and is so, nice, I guess, because it, it was a little annoying, I guess, when he was full of himself. But yeah. Oh, it was supposed to be, but yeah, he, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I know, uh, I loved one thing that I really loved about it was I liked seeing all the, like, uh, one thing I'll say is the Bo-Katan's, uh, Mandalorian clan all just blue and ugly yeah. in a way, yeah. but then you have the watch where they're all uniques. Half of them are wearing fucking stormtrooper armor. It's hilarious. Yeah. Well, the nice thing about that, and I'm assuming that this is why they did it was so that when they're together, you can tell who's who. Yeah, they all. Not that so it matters. I can't, I can't wait for toys of them all. Yeah, I, I mean, can't wait the, for more Mandalorian figures. The only thing really from Bo-Katan's crew, like that, we needed to know who they are with their armor on, is like Bo-Katan, which is easy, and then uh, what? A- Axe Wolf. Axe Wolves and uh, uh, and then that lady. Oh Jesus, uh, Costa like, Reeves. Two characters yeah. I was not expecting to ever see again because Axe was not in the finale of season two, yeah. and. Cosca Reeves, she's, I mean, she's played by Mercedes uh, Vernado, who's a pro wrestler. And oh, really? She, oh, yeah, yeah. No, she's, uh, she's um, Sasha Banks. Uh, she's mm. uh, a pro wrestler. And the whole reason she was in this is because Jon Favreau watched her eat hot wings on YouTube. And she didn't know anything <laughs> about Star Wars. So I thought she was a one and done. And she probably yeah. would be back. And she came back. And then Axe Wolves came back. Pretty yeah. epically, where he usurped her and took her her, her people, and mm-hmm. they just became uh, mercenaries and stuff. 
Yeah. Um, First reveal of different kinds of Mandalorians, though, because he calls uh, he he calls Dinjar an occult a cult member, and he uh, doesn't have any Mandalorian blood in him because the first season said that oh Mandalorians are not a people, they're a creed, which is not true. The Watcher are a creed, yeah. But people actually, there are Mandalorian people. That line always kind of sat uh, was odd to me because it's like no Mandalore is a planet, there are people, and it's yeah. really shown that Bo-Katan's clan. Well, th- I mean, other than Din, who he is Mandalorian by blood too. He was born on Concordia. He's born on the moon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, they sh- uh, they showed that, like, no, like, because Bo-Katan is royalty. She is yeah. a princess of uh, the Mandalorian her- family, like well, kingdom, not a kingdom, because there was right. no king and stuff like that. They she was some nobility or something, yeah. Stuff like that. Because her sister was leader, ruler of Mandalore, and she was a duchess. Mm, okay. That's mm. all in Clone Wars. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, they, so yeah, they do reveal that, yeah, so all those Mandalorians, they are Bloodborne Mandalorians. They were there during the Purge. I like seeing the scavenger Mandalorians, too. Like oh, the, yeah. Got the left guys on the are planet. still on the planet, yeah. One of them was actually from Breaking Bad, a skinny P, and he's actually one of his shoulder pieces is actually a battle droid head. Hmm. Yeah, notice oh, that. Yeah, huh? So I don't know where this is going to go from here, but I am excited. I've kind of learned yeah. not to make predictions and theories much anymore because they're just always wrong. Well, I don't even know what to predict. Like, I just feel like there's so the 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 show had a lot going on, and it did a good job handling everything. I think. Yeah. Um, for sure. I'm trying to think. I felt like I had there was like a couple inconsistencies, but I don't remember what they were now. Um, oh well. But yeah, no, it, it was great. Take I two lo- years to get another season, though. That's bullshit. <sighs> yeah, that was way too long for. I mean, they're making a ton of shows, I guess. So, but whatever. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we're hitting an hour, so uh. I don't know. It, it, yeah, uh, this is like the first time we've actually reviewed something like so close to when it came out. But uh, yeah, so if everyone, you know, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, it's 100% worth going to see. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else? I got nothing. I look okay. forward to where this all goes. The next series is Ahsoka. And yeah, it's coming out soon, isn't it? August. Oh, not soon at all. Uh, yeah. August will be here soon enough. August um, gives you gives you four months to watch uh, Rebels. Yeah. So, Clone maybe, Wars, you gotta watch maybe. Clone Wars, and then you gotta watch the Bad Batch. <laughs> I'll get there. I was telling a friend about about, about that where I said, look, I uh, asking like the the thing that's kind of I think gonna hurt these shows is it's going to expect people to watch. like seven seasons of clone wars and four seasons of rebels and i don't think people are going to be able to do that and my friend said no you can make time and i'm like no you really can't (laughs) because like even if my folks come over for visiting and they watch something that i'm watching or something they don't my parents love watching movies and showing stuff i'm not expecting my parents to watch uh five seasons of a cartoon yeah, I mean, honestly, it would be nice if there was like an abridged or even just like these are the important episodes to watch kind of thing. Technically, you can. If you okay. go on Disney Plus, you can find that stuff. It will show okay. things of like, oh, important things about Mandalorians and stuff like that. Sure. Okay. Um, 
You can. Uh, but yeah, it's like Darth Maul showed up in Solo, the movie mm-hmm. Solo. Yeah. Uh, even my folks went, didn't he die? <laughs> and it's like a lot of people said that because, yeah, he died in the first movie, but then he came yeah. back in the cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and I knew that, I guess, because uh, they made some comics about it, too, and I'd read those, but yeah. Yeah, so it's one of those things that's like, yeah, it's it's expecting quite a and that's the thing about the Ahsoka show, is it is going to be like Rebel Season 5. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would I do, um, uh, if, okay, for you, uh, I would recommend, like, maybe checking out and seeing what episodes do I need to watch for the Ahsoka show. Yeah, I'll definitely be Googling that. Episodes that are good. I would recommend the final season of Clone Wars. Sure. Like 12 episodes or something like that. I do recommend Mm -hmm. that because that is, uh, that shows the Siege of Mandalore by uh, Darth Maul and Mm -hmm. the public. And then, yeah, one of the, like the final season of Rebels is the actual, like all takes place on Mandalore with Bo-Katan and things like that. Okay, well, that's good to know. Shows her getting the Darksaber for the first time and things like that. And Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I I really look forward to this. Didn't get to talk about him. Fun to see Christopher Lloyd. Oh, yeah! No, that was awesome. It was funny. Fun to see Christopher Lloyd, kind of whatever, to see uh, Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows. Oh, yeah! Like, I already model. forgot about him. Yeah, that was a weird thing to have Tim Meadows in there. I mean, Jack I he was going to be something else. I was kind of surprised that he was just like a he was a colonel that was just behind the desk. Uh, also, he was playing a Tim Meadows character. That's 100 percent just Tim Meadows. It is. Um, <laughs> one criticism I could say is, is it's like because of the sequel trilogy, we get to see just how incompetent the Republic was. They don't even have a military. They're dismantling their military as part of their their compromise for the galaxy. And it's like, yeah, that's why you failed. You don't yeah. have a military. Yeah. You have X-Wings playing, playing police officers, and that's it. Yeah, which for me, too, like I, I was really excited to see uh, the, the I don't even remember his name was, but that X-Wing pilot that kind of goes and gets in to come save Navarro. What um, is is Carson Tiva, played Carson by Paul Tiva. Sung-Hyung. Yeah. Yeah. So he uh, and I brought this up before, but he was in the show. Uh, Convenience. Kim's Convenience, he's the yep. dad. Um, but he, I know, he's a huge Star Wars fan. So the fact that he's even in it, it just warms my heart. Um, yeah. But also, I just like him as an actor. Like, And it's just great to see him in there. And I like that character a lot. Like, he's just like, he's earnest and wants to do, you know, what's good for everybody. But, he, you know, his hands are kind of tied and he does what he can. Um, and I thought it was funny when he goes and finds uh, the uh, the Mandalorians when they're still hiding on that one planet. Because uh, yeah. Dan accidentally bought his old droid. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh uh whatever uh r5 um oh is, yeah it's always good to see r5 i like, like it so was that like a i mean that was just like a, t- a classic droid or was that a specific droid from anything yeah dude okay he's, he's in a new hope he's the droid that uncle that's Lars, the dro- okay that's the that's the droid that luke and his uncle bought first that blew up with a bad like, motivator so they chose droid? r2 instead but is it supposed to be that specific droid? I guess is my R five D four. Yeah, that's okay. the same droid. That's the same. That's character. hilarious. Yeah, uh, I like that droid though. Just how nervous he was, but he was still like able to do you know anything they asked him to do. <laughs> like it's just it was a fun droid. I, I, man, I hate how Star Wars just like gets me to really like all these droids, and then even gets me to cry. We also <laughs> <of> oh, droid. <laughs> well, uh, 
We also had uh, a character from Rebels show up in this season. Yeah. Yeah, the alien that talks to uh, the yeah. pilot. Yeah, he looks Zeb. really familiar. I was wondering about that, yeah. That's Zeb. I didn't even know it was Zeb until I saw the credits because I thought it was just another alien like him. But yeah, yeah that's Zeb. He's one of the main characters from Rebels. Yeah, I saw um, they have a bunch of like sh- weird shorts uh, uh, from Rebels that I was trying to get my son to watch like a year or two ago. Um, to get him into the cartoon to try to watch it with him. But, um, yeah, and I, I remembered, like, uh, there was a couple of scenes that I had with him in it. Uh, and so, yeah, when he was on there, I was just like, he looks familiar. I need to ask Matt about that. <laughs> so that's cool. That's fun. I wonder, I mean, it'd be cool if they had more of, I guess, Zeb and the the other guy. And I don't know. Like, I imagine they will. There's just There are so many characters, and they do, they do such a good job of, like, weaving them together in this show. And like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they could go a lot of different places with it, either on this show or even with Ahsoka, depending on, I guess, when that timeline is. But um, I don't know. It'll be fun to see where they go with it for sure. Oh, totally. Um, But yeah, with that, I need to wrap it up, I guess. So Dexter has birthday party plans to do. Yep. And Matt's not invited. Nope. Um, I never am. Nope. Uh, I mean, it's for my son who acted like he didn't know you. So. <laughs> Which reminds me of the, the time when you came over and he was in the backyard and I said, hey, Matt's here. And he thought I said mac and cheese. <laughs> and so he came running inside. And then he saw it was you and not macaroni and cheese. He's not excited the next time I see him. I'm taking that Lego I bought him. Um, Which Lego? When VV had COVID, I gave them both oh, presents. Yeah. yeah, I should remind him about that. He loves the stuff you give him. Like, he still has those uh, plushies that you gave him when he was born. Or when uh, he turned, his, that was his first birthday. birthday. Yeah. First he has birthday. those. Uh, he tucked him into. He has like a, a lamp that looks like a spaceship next to his bed. And he tucked him inside the spaceship. Um, and yeah, no. You always seem to know what to get him. <laughs> like, I'm he likes a giant it. child myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, with that, I need to go prep my house, I guess. So uh, to everyone who's listening still, thanks for listening. And Matt says nothing. Bye. All right.